Hey everybody, this is the Thriving and Shining podcast with your host, Jake Birkelin. And we're here today with Corey from Breath Integration Coaching and Counseling. And we're here for take two, as last time we lost the audio. So we're gonna go right into the breathing session for today's podcast, starting with four seconds in. Okay, good. Now that you're with us, we're here today with Corey to talk about how we can help people thrive and shine here in Canada and the world. And the first question I'll ask is, how do you do that for people in your business? How do we do that for our people in our business? Well, <clears throat> our business is a uh, holistic counseling uh, coaching business. So we work with uh, people that are... Uh, from all kind of walks of life, we have people that are one just wanting to thrive and shine in their lives, and they're already doing okay, and they just want maybe some more insight, a mm -hmm. deeper look into their internal experience. And then we deal with people that are, you know, kind of whether they're struggling with cancer or they're struggling with, um, you know, or they've kind of met their limits with our medical system and they they don't have anywhere else to go. Uh, we end up with a lot of people in here with that too because our um our perspective is a holistic uh emotional spiritual based form of counseling where we really look at what is occurring in your life what's occurring in your body is a direct reflection of uh your thought process mm -hmm. and your and your mind and your your perception of your life so we right. work a lot with uh looking at the different areas of what am i what am I focusing my perception on? Mm -hmm. Where does this come from? So looking at our past stories, our beliefs about yeah. ourselves and, and really starting to unravel them so that not even so much that we can change who we are, but that we can learn to keep adding in more of the things that give us a full whole perspective of our life. Mm -hmm. I feel like most of us are probably living, you know, 20% would probably be a generous yeah. <laughs> offering. To say that you know most of us are living at at twenty percent of what we're capable of, and and I believe that a whole happy being is a physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional being balanced in all those areas. Yeah. And balance to me doesn't also look like perfection. Obviously, there's days where we're going to be emotional and we're going to have our spirit connections. There's other days we're going to have none of that. But whether it's working it within a week or within a month of our life, yeah. going how do I keep myself? physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally balanced. Mm -hmm. So um, thriving and shining is kind of what I like to see. You know, we just completed a personal empowerment training, which is a five-month personal development training where our clients, they go in and they spend almost six months, probably, you know, four to eight hours a week just diving deep into their stuff. So diving into their barriers, diving into what makes them afraid, what they're you know, coping mechanisms are and looking at all these places and kind of purging out what they don't want or letting go of more of what they don't want. And, and most importantly, including in a bunch of wholeness practices, mm -hmm. a bunch of mindfulness practices, a bunch of different techniques that allow them to kind of create a, a, a pause or a space in their brain to go, you know, am I just reacting because I've always reacted this way to this situation or do I want to have a different experience or, and is, is what I'm actually seeing what's actually happening or is it what I've kind of projected mm. from my experience of my life? 
and they come out of that, you know, they come out of that six month training or well, it's five to six month training, depending on schedule. Um, they come out of that just like thriving and shining and you can actually see a, there's a glow that comes mm -hmm. from, you know, this like presentness that yeah. occurs, this ability to be so much more present. And um, I think of what our practices are here are really similar to what the practices are that you do in, in, in your work is that it's all a maintenance thing. So we call them trainings because that's what it is. It's yeah. not about finding the answers and then walking away from something healed. I think that our experience in life is, is always a form of training. And it's, it's about rather than thinking I'm going to change who I am or change how I operate, it's about how am I going to incorporate things that serve me and assist me more. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be weeks where I'm really good at incorporating all that stuff and being really on my game and there's gonna be weeks where i'm where i suck yeah. at it where yeah. i you know choose choose the the darker road or choose mm -hmm. the path that i know doesn't serve me mm -hmm. but it's really about learning you know holistic practices that allow us to just keep our, our maintenance mm. to keep us in a in a uh, in a present minded state yeah which to me equals more happiness and more more joy of really mostly more connection yeah. And I really think that that's kind of the basis of, of yeah. happiness and joy is connection. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what we do in our lives is, is uh, are we feeling connection there? Are we getting connection there? Because yeah. it's through connection that we feel whole, that we feel like we have purpose, we have meaning and our, and our life can feel, you know, complete in some way. So totally. that's what we do. We, we work at, you know, looking at all of the, the ways we disconnect and, and finding ways to incorporate more places of connection, mm -hmm. which to me, equals you know better husbands better wives better parents better mm -hmm. teachers better co-workers yeah you know, better people in the yeah. world so you know we, we also just had a so we have that first level of training is our personal empowerment training we had our uh practitioner training which is our second level of training where people are training to be breath integration practitioners they just came through and completed last weekend and um their training is about seven months long and you know Lots of people come through our practitioner training and they don't become a breath practitioner, but they use the principles of what we teach here to take into their life, to be in service. Right. Really, that's what that training is about is learning right. to be in service. So okay. if you have a job, you're in service in some way. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of us don't, I don't think we see it as that. We see it as we're, mm -hmm. you know, we're a janitor or we're a doctor or we have this label, but we don't see how we're actually, Oh, we're, we're in service to the community mm -hmm. and how, how I interact with, the people in my, whether it's my coworkers or my clients, you know, is how I am in service. So yeah. when we change that fundamental way of how we see the world, everything, there's just a giant ripple that occurs. Totally. How we behave in family and then out into the world. So I clearly am passionate about what we do. I love mm -hmm. what we do here. And, um, you know, I only do it because, uh, because I started just doing, doing my own, uh, my own work, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, uh, wanted to learn more about myself and that's how I became, you know, in the position that I am in here was yeah. really through my own learning of yeah. finding more peace and more connection and yeah. um, how to be in relationship was really what I was searching for in right. my own life. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That was great, man. I literally like how what you guys do so aligns with what strength camp does. And that's mm -hmm. a really big thing was when I, when I actually do your guys' trainings with Lynn and yeah, uh, when I discovered it, um, I was looking for, because I had done something to do with breath work before, I was yeah. looking for breath work because a lot of what you said there is, it is all about when you said like the balance and you said like the feeling fulfilled and 
all of that is uh, can be uh, told in a metaphor for the breath. Right. That you have, if you have full inhale, full exhale, life is just flow. Right. And well, that's what I was searching for. So I was somebody, like you said at the beginning, that was already on the path of thriving and shining, but just yeah. needed a little bit more interconnection. And yeah. that's what I was able to get out of it. And that's what I'm able to continue to get out of it as I'm still going to these sessions. And um, yeah, it's really great to see another um, another coaching and training organization to uh, stand by starting where you're at. Right. And there's a whole uh, spectrum of different places or each person's their own authentic um, place that you have to start with them at. Yeah. And uh, maybe uh, just maybe how would you or how do you um, first off go into a uh, for, I know how I do it for a clientele, but mm-hmm. how do you go into it um, when a clientele comes around and it's something that maybe they're feeling they don't understand what you do or don't feel comfortable or maybe just explain how you go about starting where people are at and, right. and discovering that. And Well, I always, I like to think of it like, um, I think that when I started, even even being in the role that I'm in, there's a, there's a huge amount of pressure that I would put on myself that I had to have my life figured out before I could ever, you know, what, like, like I said, I started doing this work for my own, my own learning. And I, I really didn't want to be a coach for somebody mm-hmm. because I thought I didn't know enough right. because I thought, well, I'm not, I haven't arrived yet. Yeah. So how am I going to offer the arrival to somebody else mm-hmm. or whatever that, you know, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I've had similar things with weight training. Yeah. So, um, what, what I like to think of is like starting where you're at is that we, how I look at, actually, it's kind of how I look at the whole experience of life. I think that a lot of times in our experience of life, we can look at, okay, I'm 25. I should be, I should have my career. And then, okay, I'm 30. I should be married and having children and 40 is this part of my life. And, you know, we can look at as time as a really linear thing. Here's where I'm at in my life. Here's where I should be as far as society goes Mm -hmm. and the way that i look at um life now is the way i see it is that we are all on an evolutionary path and you know there's one thing that we are wired to do and that's to grow right so whether i i join into breath integration work when i'm 20 years old and say like hey i want to grow and push beyond where i'm at Mm -hmm. then that's great. But also we've had people come in at 72 years old to come and do work because it's really not about the linear. It's not about mm-hmm. what our careers, it's not about what we own, what we've acquired, whether we're married, whether we're not to me, happiness and joy and fulfillment comes through growth. Yeah. So if you start at a place where, which I've had clients come in where they're, you know, they had to get a, a ride to the office and someone to walk them in because their anxiety was so bad and they were so, you know, in mm-hmm. such a place of fear or trauma, versus you know somebody else that's got you know a really successful business and they're an entrepreneur and they're you know chasing their dreams and they show up here Mm -hmm. all it means is we all have somewhere to grow and if you look at the guy that's you know the most in shape someone would probably look at you and be like oh he's in shape he's he's got it figured out he's done but inside of you every time you go to the gym you know there's somewhere further you want to go right well to me that's no different than the first the person that's never lifted a weight before in their life and shows up is yeah. there's, there's never an arrival. Always. 
we're not going to arrive. So it doesn't matter which where you start along the journey because it just means your journey that whatever you were doing before in learning is transitioned into whatever you're learning here. So if you're mm -hmm. coming here to learn, and it's like whatever got whatever struggle, whatever pain, whatever suffering you've had within you that got you to where you are now mm -hmm. was the learning you were doing before you got there, mm -hmm. right? So I just think that it doesn't matter where you're at to where you start. Yes. The start of the path of the strongest version of yourself comes with self-acceptance first. Mm -hmm. So what you what you said there is that life is about becoming the strongest version of yourself. Life is about growth and an evolution. Yeah. But the first step of any growth of evolution is self-acceptance first. For sure. And when we work with clients, we come we work to find a place where they it can accept themselves and yeah. then uh, move forward with them. Right. And be able to give them the awareness of where we can move forward um, with inner or outer um, for the growth process to happen. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. And I think that that is like fulfilling growth will only occur if you have self-acceptance, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's the, the biggest part of what I think actually growth is and what I know about you know, doing consciousness, consciousness training or whatever you want to call it um, for like 20 years now, all that's occurred over those 20 years is I've accepted myself more, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and as I accept myself yeah. more, I'm more peaceful <laughs> within me. I easily, like I am more, it's easier for me to create what I want. Mm. It's easier for me to have what I want and accept it and not reject it. Yeah. And it's all it's been. That's what I really started to probably become aware of about 15 years ago was like all that's happened is I've had more self-acceptance. I believe in myself more. Mm -hmm. I trust myself more. And I'm still on that path. That's just what yeah. I know my path is going to be. And so the, the, there's like, it's like an onion, you know, and any form of healing or many forms of healing talk about that is like, as you heal, there's, there isn't a rival place. It's just yeah. deeper into the center of the yeah. onion. And it just kind of peels off those layers of self-acceptance and, and, um, and growth. Right. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, self-acceptance, self-actualization. Yeah, all that all, stuff. It's all growth. And yeah, it's like it's something I just love it. I love this topic. This is like my favorite topic to talk about because yeah, we're doing it. Um, we're doing it in the gym. I'm doing it here with you. I'm yeah. doing it physiologically with my uh, diet changes and yeah. my um, my cleansing that I just did, and um, that started with self-acceptance. You know, I had to accept the fact that my diet wasn't as good as I presented it to be. And I right. had to accept the fact that I needed to detox and yeah. accept the fact that I needed to kind of like go through some things that aren't very comfortable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what yeah. you ask your clients to do, right? Exactly. And that's, that's the thing that uh, is one of the, one of the hardest things about, about our own growth is that acceptance that of our, of our imperfect, like mm -hmm. we're not perfect. And to yeah. really swallow that, uh, that image that yeah. um, I think it's, it's a form of like swallowing our pride to say, yeah. okay, to humbly show up somewhere and go, yeah. I don't know, but I want it more. Yeah. Right. It's a letting go of the ego to become a stronger version of yourself. Yeah. We, we have this image of ourselves that are so big and that's mm -hmm. where our problems really come from. Yeah. Um, you can't accept yourself if you think you're, um, your world or you are so big in the world. It's hard yeah. to accept yourself if you think you're that big in the world because For sure. You can't you never live up to it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you, you try to accept that for yourself, but then you wake up and really you're in your mom's basement or whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. your uh, your situation is. Yeah. You know, and it's, 
you have to accept where you're at, but also be able to see yourself as a higher self, not think that you are that higher self yet. Mm -hmm. And being able to let go of that ego so that you can become the strongest version of yourself. Yeah. Something that I talk about a lot and Elliot talks about a lot. Right. Is that it, the path is a continual cyclical path of draw going down and then up, down and then yeah. up and a, and a let go of ego and a step forth and strong of strength. Yeah. Over and over and over and over. For sure. That's yeah. the, that's the process of growth. And I think that really understanding that as soon as we see ourselves as this elevated version of ourselves, we lose all that does is rise us out of connection. It's disconnection, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm better than when I'm less than, there's a pedestal of some form happening mm -hmm. that leaves me separate from the rest of the group. And, and that is to me, the def definition of the ego, the ego is the separate self and the divine is the connected whole self. Right? right. And so as long as we're in that place of the separate self, then we're going to have a hard time finding any peace. Yeah. But the fact that we're a multi-organizing human being, I believe is part of the foundation of our ego. We can't just, make that go away yeah it's actually a part that we need to understand that oh yeah. here comes my ego again or here comes that that thought-based system that i'm separate and i mm -hmm. can't trust that there's a whole yeah. another web of programming that got me here and, yeah and this you know the energy that runs through yeah. us. so again accepting your ego accepting yeah. that it's there and even um i, I don't, can't think of the word i don't want to say use your ego but mm -hmm. where you're at with your ego could be what got you to where you're at and the good things do For right sure. Right. Yeah, so, it's, so it's a uh, full acceptance of yourself, even yeah. your ego and the good, the bad, the light, yeah. the dark. And, yeah. And that is the only, that's the most empowering place along with, um, it's kind of similar to thinking of it as rock bottom. Yeah. You know, people, the reason why people fear doing this type of work is because yeah. you have to reach a place almost of rock bottom where you have to go down in order to yeah. do it. And that's, and maybe a lot of people don't understand that that's what they're scared of. Yeah. They don't understand that's what they're scared of. So they're going into this. Uh, they think about, oh, I want to start strength camp or I want to go and learn what this breath integration thing is about. Yeah. And they go into it and they with unconsciously, probably, I'm assuming mm -hmm. for most, they see that there is going to be a um, breaking down process, a hurtful process, a, a, almost a dying to the self. Yeah. Um, in order to do that. And that's what's holding them back from yeah. trying it. And actually, they see they see. You know, like they go into something, there's the two sides of it. There's like we just talked about the spirit and the ego and yeah. your spirits wanting like you want to grow. Wanting you growth. It wants yeah. growth every single day. And you see uh, an advertisement or this podcast and it sparks uh, a need, a desire to grow because that's you, you will always have that desire within you. Yeah. But it also sparks that fear at the same time. And then your ability to be courageous and brave enough to push through the fear yeah. is your calling to liberation yeah that's to the growth right that you can't put a tree in a glass box or a glass bulb and think it's going to live for very mm -hmm. long right mm -hmm. it's going to grow to its max and then it's going to start to die yeah and i think we're, we're exactly the same we have this intrinsic wiring to grow mm -hmm. and this desire to the universe is expanding that everything in that's in this world that's alive is is in doing some form of expansion so to think that we can avoid it or or dodge it is to me it's in, it's insane mm -hmm. and i think most most of us or lots of us get caught in this um 
we get caught in the desire to grow, but overwhelmed with the fear of pressures from society, yeah. from our, whether it's about money, about relationship change, about job change, all these fears that come mm -hmm. from our, our, like that part of ourself that lives liberated and free, it feels really out of control to a lot of us. So, or we don't even know it. It just feels unknown. And that yeah. unknown feels scarier yeah. than a known amount of suffering, a yeah. known amount of whatever the same is, whether it's our same crappy job or our same relationship we've never spoken up in in 20 years, you know, whatever it is, that feels more comfortable than the, the risk of that unknown yeah. the, growth. The, the cyclical cycle of the fear and running into painful and hurtful relationships, situations in life and having a cyclical in that way. But if, what we could realize is that if you just accept the fact that there will always be the cyclical um, up and down, yeah. whether you're moving forward or moving backwards, you can move backwards and have a cyclical process of continually running into blockages due to the fact that you're not willing to grow. Yeah. Well, to me, I, I always look at it as you're going to be uncomfortable no matter what, Jake. You could be uncomfortable trying to stay in this tiny little box, or you could be uncomfortable taking giant leaps in your life. Yeah. And I, I just thought, well, fuck it, I'm taking giant leaps. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, That's what I thought too. It's like, yeah. well, it's gonna be uncomfortable no matter what. So yeah. I might as well be on the edge of, I don't know what I'm doing here, and I'm risking it all. <laughs> yeah, but it, but you have this uh, knowing of when it's like either or you have this knowing of whether or not it's positive or negative I for sure yeah. yeah yeah and that was me it was like i could go on like the fear of what could happen if i take that leap or what you know what could happen by taking the leap or what wouldn't happen by not taking the leap and i wasn't willing to like not take some sort of leap in my yeah. life and and because to me it's it is an uncomfortable experience i don't care i don't care who it is Nobody has an easy experience here. Yeah. That's just, we all have our suffering. We all have our pain. And some of us choose to walk towards it. And some of us choose to, you know, oh. hide away from it. Mm -hmm. And neither is even right or wrong. But yeah. it, to me, if you have a calling, if you have a curiosity, because I had a curiosity to want more, I felt like, okay, here I'm at a place in my life. I was 21 years old. And there was a void in me. There was a big space that I just didn't, nothing I could buy, nothing, no, female no friend no drug or alcohol could fill that space for me and that was what how kinda, much i tried yeah <laughs> i tried hard at that age yeah i and, sure did <laughs> and so uh you know when i found breathwork when i walked away from my first session it was like there was just a sense of quiet there was some quiet and some peace then i walked out of that building i was like i don't even know what occurred there but it felt good. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Silence feels good. Yeah. And that was that internal silence that I probably never had. I, mm -hmm. You know, not since a young, you know, child, probably yeah. that my, once my ego started to pipe up, it never quit. It's interesting. Interesting. I was about the same age when I, when I just like two years ago for me, yeah. but um, I was working construction and uh, knew that it wasn't my path. And I knew that I was, um, not making as much money as I thought I would. Yeah. And the combination of that led me to start going back into Elliot Hulse's strength camps videos that I had grown up on back yeah. in the day. And, uh, and I, he was talking about meditating. So I said, you know what, I'm going to try it. And, yeah. uh, I feel like one night I meditating, I finally <clears throat> hit that point of silence mm -hmm. 
and I finally hit it. And then when I did, I knew exactly what I had to do. Right. It was like, I'm all in. And it was like maybe a couple days later when I got invited or he sent out an invitation video to invite a hundred people to come to his gym to do the business boot camp seminar. Yeah. It was like, as, as soon as I started meditating and as soon as I started getting back into his stuff, boom, it happened. It happened. And then my yeah. opportunity came and I, and I literally, I bought the ticket like that day. <laughs> I didn't hesitate. Yeah. And that's a lesson that, um, a lot of people will either be forced to learn one day yeah. or they can choose to learn one day is that when you get that feeling that your spirit wants you to do something, wants you to grow. Yeah. Don't resist and hesitate. And mm -hmm. the day you figure that out is the day that you will live a happier life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause I, I had that same, I had this pull, you know, I had a pull within mm -hmm. me to like have a different experience. Funny. I work construction too. And even up till three years ago, I had a construction company and I was making good money, but the pull just kept, yeah. kept getting louder, louder and louder for me to, to do something that uh, gave me a sense of a purpose. And that's definitely, um, what this is, you know, what this work has done. And, mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm super excited. We've got a whole bunch of new stuff kind of occurring in the next year. It's a really exciting kind of growing business. And there's so yeah. many areas we can kind of branch yeah. out into. Yeah, so, so I feel too. Working with different companies we're, like we're you guys. Very, yeah, we're very much uh, on a, or this uh, holistic um, healing and, and breath and, and exercise in a certain way that we do it is very new and it's very on the rise yeah and we're really on the cusp of a what i like to say of what i like to hope i hope to see is a very a new beginning of understanding or an era of understanding mm -hmm. and we're at the forefront of that yeah we're at we're the ones that are here to spread the light of enlightenment mm -hmm. you know where i strongly believe that i my calling is to enlighten and help understand with through a relationship with yeah. others and with not only a relationship with others, but a relationship with ourselves. For me, it's doing it in the weight room and with certain um, breathing and, and meditations. Yeah. And for you, it's the, um, the breath work within the um what's the type of uh psychology that you guys use here cognitive behavior well therapy? it's kind of, it's a it's a form of cognitive behavioral yeah. therapy for sure it's uh yeah. we just basically thought analysis right right We're looking at uh, how we think and how we and then relating it, relating it to and the then, breath and the chakras yeah and yeah. then we use the breath to kind of work with our intentions the, the breath is part of the transformational part i think mostly yeah. what we use the breath for is to quiet the busy mind after after a, a consultation like in a breast session you have an hour-long consultation where you share what's going on walls barriers that you're kind of hitting and what your mind's doing what your perception of of those things are how you feel about your perceptions all those things are occurring and then the um breath session part is it actually quiets the mind down and allows the heart to speak mm -hmm. allows that kind of allows you to relate to yourself and and what you're actually perceiving almost yeah it allows you to tap into your own wisdom really is what i like to look at it like i don't tell you what you need to do with your life but i'm hopefully going to help you connect to yourself mm -hmm. so that you can you can connect to what it is that feels like it's in alignment to you yeah. feels in alignment with your your heart your soul your calling yeah bringing it back to integration and yeah here bring it and back. give you the courage and the evidence to see that it's worth it and to remember that because i think we 
we often want to make change. One day we wake up, we wake up, we want to make change. By the end of the day, we've already forgot we wanted to make any changes. And we're like, ah, you know what? The Monday, next Monday is it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to join strength camp next Monday. Yeah. How <laughs> many so. times? Yeah. How many of you? Yeah. How many of you are like, oh, I'll join it next time, next time, yeah. next time. And next thing you know it, next time is too late. Yeah. And something, a train hits you, yeah. a metaphorical train hits you. Yeah. And you're forced, you know, it's, yeah. Um, how many times I've said it and Elliot says it too, is like life, you either get, you either become the strongest version of yourself or life kicks you to become the strongest version of yeah. yourself. And I've had it many times, a lot of the things that have happened to me, um, I've been able to look back and like, Hey, if I, you know, would have stepped up back then, like not, not a point of looking at myself as blaming or shaming myself and more yeah. of like, as if going forward. I need to make the choices of growth in order to be strong enough to go through the things that are gonna, going to happen that I need to go through. Yeah. You know, it's, um, and you can look back at different events in your life and you realize that that was where your choices that brought that to your life. Mm -hmm. You created that. Yeah. And that's an acceptance of that. I created all of the things that happened to me too, mm -hmm. you know, and being able to, have that almost be an uh, inspiration for allowing myself to have the courage to keep going. Yeah. Because I think if we look at it as good or the bad, we create it all. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if we have the power to create whatever we create, whether it's pain or joy, yeah, we also have the power to create more of the joy or more of the pain. Right. Yeah. And I think that is a really cool thing that how old are you? 23, 23. So you like your generation, so I'm just about 40 and I see it, you know, with my generation and older, we're getting it quicker, but I also see there's a lot of the suffering that has to occur with your generation before they decide they, they want to know more, you know, and well, my generation and older, it's almost like we need that freight train to hit us. So we need that real mm -hmm. kick in the butt to, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's almost a divorce or, you yeah. know, um, your, their body's yeah. totally failing them. You know, I see that with your younger generation. It's like, Hey, why don't I just, why don't I just get on this now? <laughs> so yeah. I don't have to wait yeah. until I'm, you know, 50 or 60 to yeah. start living my life, which yeah. is really cool. It's really inspiring to see so many young people that are like, you know, coming into our trainings and, and they're excited about their change and their, their life doesn't have to be horrible or awful mm -hmm. to say, well, what if, well, what if we just wanted more? You know? Yeah. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with being greedy for a full life. There's yeah, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with, being, with being selfish. Yeah, so um, that's cool to see that that transformation because I agree with you that if we don't, if we don't step into it, life wants us to grow anyway, so it's going to yeah. push us to grow. Yeah, so. yeah. The universe will do its duty. Yeah, and you got to do your duty, or else it's going to hurt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Well, we kind of lost where we're at. Let's start on a new topic. Yeah. Um, when we uh, kind of lost for words. <laughs> that was pretty good. We got yeah. pretty, really deep there really quick. Yeah. So we're in the era of understanding. So we were just talking about how the younger generation is seeming to um, jump into wanting to know more and wanting more for themselves, whereas the older generation is definitely more 
people like you that um, are doing the same similar work, they're definitely going to be the elders. Like you're, yeah. you would be my elder yeah. of this type of work because you have more experience and you're older. Yeah. And then the, this younger generation is like the younger warriors coming up. Right. Warriors of understanding. Warriors, love warriors, light warriors. Yeah. Um, that's what my generation and I view your generation. You're also warriors, but also very much elders. Elders, yeah. you know we can come to people like you and Elliot Halson and uh, get that uh, wisdom that we seek. And it's something that our society is missing. Our society really is missing the elder process and, right. and then be able to have older mentors and older people to look up to. Cause a lot of our parents are not that for us. Yeah. Uh, a lot of our parents, our relationship with our parents is not that type of relationship. Mm -hmm. um probably due to the fact that the relationship before with their parents yeah you suffered. know suffered exactly and uh when we as my generation it's super important for us to seek out and find mentors right seek out and find someone to help us understand seek out and find because we're warriors of understanding we can't just a warrior can't just go around thinking he can do everything himself right he needs to have his mentors and he needs to have his elders and an elder or ritual process almost like you say an empowerment training yeah seems like it could be a almost a ritualistic process of yeah. of uh stepping through into personal power and mm -hmm. that's what it's all about when it comes like with me and elliot you know i'm going there again um june i'm going to bang uh, not vancouver but uh to new york to do grounding man yeah and it's a initiation ritual process of stepping into your manhood and yeah and learning deeper wisdom from the elders you know right um it's very much important to as a young warrior going into the world to seek the wisdom of the elders and not be ashamed of seeking that wisdom yeah. and letting go of that feeling of um that you don't need to, that you're entitled enough to not need to ask for help because yeah. everybody needs help. Everyone needs to do this together. There's not a bunch of single warriors going out and doing their own thing. It's no, mm -hmm. we band together as a band of warriors that are seeking wisdom from the older warriors and coming together and battling yeah. in a sense, battling with love against the fear, fear. shame, guilt, yeah. Yeah, fear, love I against fear. Yeah. I so. think, and that's like uh, something that I like looked at in my own life and could see there's a huge miss culturally. And I think that like the First Nations communities with some of the work that we've done, um, we do sweat lodges in our personal empowerment training where we're host we take our clients anyways to be hosted for these sweats. And, and it's something that I really love about the First Nation culture is that they still have that place where they do honor their elders. And that was something that was so odd to me, even as a young man like your age. And I thought, my, you know, our elders just get put into a home and, and there's not a lot of like, there was not a lot of teachings that occurred. And maybe in some families that happened, but it didn't happen in my family. There wasn't a lot of passed on knowledge, a lot of passed on wisdom. You know, one part of that was, yeah, because maybe those relationships weren't always healthy and maybe those elders that were there were not, someone you'd want to be <laughs> taking mm -hmm. advice from, exactly. you know, in, in how to live your life. But um, I do see that as a, as a major miss. And I think that 
comes back to that whole idea that seeking help, seeking leadership, seeking mentorship means we're weak in some way. Right. And even like to think that I got to have to go to a, a got strength camp. I should be able to just go to the gym by myself and yeah. do it or whatever, right? Why would I, why should I have to rely on other people to motivate me? You know, that's, or why should I come sit in a breath and why did this guy tell me what, how to live my life? I should know how to do that myself for couples. Like, oh, we can't share our, our dirty laundry or, around to other people. And to me, it's, it's this backwards way of thinking that mm. we're supposed to do it on, on our own. And that's the disconnection place again, yeah. right? It's like, no, I'm going to stay separate and over here and just do it by myself. Versus having that courage to accept, okay, I'm fall, I'm yeah. faulted, and I want to grow. Yeah, that's all. I just yeah. want to grow. But it, it is a really, um, it's a really uncomfortable place. But I think for men, I, I, I can't, okay, I'm not going to speak for women. I'll speak for men. I know there's a huge miss for men to have that uh, that leadership, yeah. that that mentorship, that a program that they can reach to solid, grounded male figures for support and relationships yeah. with it's rooted you know, in our beings that yeah. we need that as men for sure and and we're we are wired for connection and communication yeah. that's something that i'm i'm working on um creating is it and a and a, a, a i don't know how to put it other than like an, a, a a men's group or a men's alignment that we can come together whether it's an online support thing or um something that will actually be hosted at our office here mm -hmm where it'll be just a, an evening once a month or so that just you men. come together and, and just support mm -hmm. each other yeah. and be there to talk about As relationships. Path. Yeah. yeah, because I think there's a lot of things right. that our own masculinity, you know, and who we are is, as the, for females is that has been reshaped into this empowered woman. There's and the whole Me Too campaign and all those things happening. Then there's the man on the other side of it, right? And yeah. where when women rose his strength has, has risen and and who's leading the men to tell them what to do with their energy yeah. right like how, it's how okay do i be a balanced man be up there too yeah it's yeah. it's a great thing to let yeah. them be up there but also there's a there's a misplacement of, of the masculine energy of like, okay where where do i stand and how do i be balanced and how do i be you know i'm supposed yeah. to be emotional and connected yeah. right. and feel okay but then also i'm supposed to be a masculine it's interesting man and, hey, and, how the feminine is rising yeah, but what need the men need is for their feminine to rise with it. Exactly, because that's what we, we're both. We all have masculine, and feminine within us, right? And this balance that occurs, and when you know in relationship, that's a huge place of understanding. Okay, because I see it all the time the masculine shrivels up, the feminine becomes more masculine. Yeah. So her masculine energy comes up, and the and men don't know where to yeah. go. They just shrink. You see them walking with their wives and their heads shrunk down and they just yeah, got and nothing and left. The woman's leading. And yeah. And stuff, it's, yeah. and it's not, it's not the woman's wrong. It's not the man's wrong. It's just, there's nobody's got any leadership to say, Hey, where do I stand? Where's yeah. my place as a man? But and the, that's a huge, but what happened is, yeah, I, I see that all the time. I've, mm -hmm. I've talked to friends about this before and uh, you see that. And like, again, like you said, it's not a bad thing. It's not like um, this man is, is like, a little pussy because his wife's leading yeah. or that the woman is not in her role. Yeah. It's just the fact that a man penetrates a woman. Yeah. You know, it, it's not, a woman doesn't penetrate a man. Mm -hmm. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So you can't go and say that the roles can be switched because mm -hmm. we have a body yeah. that is here and has specific boundaries right. that we must fulfill. Yeah. And I think that, sexually mm -hmm. you 
the man must penetrate the woman. So the man must be the one going more forward right. and ahead. Well, the, like the woman ideally would stand, be, be standing right beside the right. man, mm-hmm. not behind, not ahead, but beside. Yeah. And I think it's an, actually an equality thing and it doesn't really matter societally what, who makes more money. Cause there's lots of guys mm-hmm. my age where their wives will make more money and yeah. they'll raise the kids. And that's, but what has to happen when that occurs is there has to be a balance in some other way. Right. So, yeah. and that's where it just gets really confusing is that nobody needs to lead anybody. But there are places that, you know, if the female is going to be more masculine in some areas, then, you know, the male has to pull his masculine up in areas that, you know, he can. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a really tricky, and I think it's been confusing for a long time. Yeah, for, that you need to dance with your woman. It's a, it's a dance. It's yeah. exactly what it is. And that's what relationship is, is this dance. And it's like, what's this society putting pressure on me to be? And what do I actually feel the calling to be? And then do I even know how to speak up and ask for what I want in my relationship? It's like, you know, there's a mm-hmm. whole mash of it that, mm-hmm. that occurs. So, but I do believe that the more we know ourselves and the more we know when our heart's talking versus our fears yeah. talking, that's where, that's the foundation of it all. It's yeah. the foundation of quality relationships. And yeah. that's called, balance, it comes back to balance yeah. and, and equality yeah. across the board. Right? Yeah. It's like you can't dance if you don't know your body. Yeah. As you can't have a dance of the relationship if you don't know yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. very similar thing. You got to go to the dance floor at a, at a club. Yeah. You see someone trying to like people who can't dance. The only reason why that person can't dance is they can't feel their own body. Yeah. When it comes to being able to dance, it's, it, well, I, I, I watch this just because um, this is what I kind of do. I see people have trouble. I used to have trouble dancing and I see other people yeah. have trouble dancing one of their chakras is blocked and their body, mm-hmm. they can't feel into their body and experience the feelings of good feelings and, and they're rigid. Yeah. So they have this disconnection from themselves. They back to what you said about mm-hmm. trying to find connection. Someone who's connected will go on the dance floor and maybe not be have choreographed good moves, but you'll still like enjoy watching the person dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll flow yeah. and they'll, yeah. and they'll, you'll enjoy watching them dance and you'll want to dance with them. Yeah. And uh, it's a, very interesting if you go to the club or the bar and you just watch people, how they interact. And mm-hmm. you see, you, I can sort of see where uh, where I can relate to the people where, from where I've been before. Yeah. And me used to go into the bar not being able to dance and things like that. Right. It's just very interesting. It's that this dance of relationship, the dance of life and the flow, mm-hmm. and how it <clears throat> all comes back to a knowing and a connection of yourself. Yeah. It all comes back to a knowing a connection of feeling your body yeah feeling your body breathing you know Mm -hmm. and when we're in the gym at strength camp i'm always saying you know feel your body it hurts feel it yeah don't like you know shut your brain off and feel the pain inside your body right don't don't just you know ignore it because life hurts you know Mm -hmm. and the gym hurts yeah and you got to feel it and you got to feel your body so then that's that's a big part of healing Mm -hmm. is feeling and going through it yeah, I think that's we gotta feel our pain to we gotta feel it to heal it. <laughs> it's true, right? It is. We gotta know if it's there. It that is. comes from that acceptance of it. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, we're at. Uh, I think that's it for the Thriving and Shining podcast. Awesome. Part two with Corey, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Right on. <laughs>